Hey, today I wanted to chat a little bit about personality. I work with a lot of artists in the studio and everyone is different. Everyone thinks differently and everyone has different values. So today I want to unpack, I'm not going to do this uh, a nice psychological evaluation because I'm, I'm just not a psychologist. Um, I don't know the science of it, but I have observed these different sort of mindsets um, around how we create music. You got the past, present and the future sort of thinkers. So I'm going to unpack that a little bit today. Uh, none of these are worse than any others. Like there isn't a best type, I guess. Um, we're just all different. So it's helpful to know uh, if we fit into one of those categories, what can we do to best make sure our music gets where we want it to go? So that's what we're going to talk about today. Hey, I'm Craig from the Dot of Day Studio. I'm talking to musicians who want to become artists. So this channel, uh, this podcast is all about just helping unlock the next step for musicians, whether that's uh, writing better songs or recording or promoting or wherever, wherever you are in your music journey, this channel is just is designed just to take you to the next step. So we're going to have a look at a bit of uh, psychology today, a little bit of thinking, and, um, and then we're going to practically put that into how do we actually set goals uh, that kind of match that. So I think if you're a past, present or future kind of thinker, the way you have to go about writing and setting your goals may differ a little bit because just because of the way that you're kind of hardwired to think. So I'm just fascinated by this sort of thing. Uh, personalities really interest me. It's it's amazing that we're all different and and it can kind of be categorized, even though nothing can be completely categorized and it's, it's annoying to be put into a box like stereotyping. But I think there are some general sort of uh, mentalities that we, that we carry, uh, which is just fascinating to me. So the first one I want to look at is the past. I'm just going to have a look at like what what is a person in the past? And these aren't very technical names either. I mean, I'm sure there's better names than past, present and future. Um, none of these are negative, like I mentioned. But yeah, the first one is is the past. So these kind of people just love the good old days. So you know these people when you, every time you catch up with them, they want to reminisce about something that had happened. They kind of remember everything. Uh, I've got a couple of mates like this. They know who the teacher was in year three. Uh, they remember that thing that happened. And, and everything is kind of this nostalgic awesomeness from days gone by. So that doesn't mean that they're not living in the future and trying to walk somewhere, but they are kind of, their emotions are really triggered by things that have happened. And um, just the memory of that is kind of really, really important to them. So I think for music, this is really, really important because they're really emotionally connected to music. So they'll have their favorite songs, their favorite artists, and, and it means a lot to them. So when, when you're a person that has this sort of past mindset and you're writing songs for now, you're really wanting to make sure that they kind of leave a legacy, that, they, that they're still felt and remembered and, and there's a story that carries on years gone by. Like you want to be able to pass these on to your kids and make sure that they knew what you kind of did in this moment. So that's kind of a past mindset. Another benefit of that is that you have a lot of inspiration. You're very easily inspired because you can you can recall memories and feelings and emotions and they they draw this inspiration and it all kind of goes to mean something. It's all it's all about chasing that meaning, that feeling, that emotion. So there's a lot of benefits of that. So perhaps some of the struggles for somebody thinking like this is that nothing is really ever going to be as good as it was. Like the best songs have been written. It's kind of hard to come up with new things because what we value carries so much uh, memory and history. So to write something new that we value now, it, it takes time to kind of 
to develop that, you know? So it can be a little bit hard to come up with a fresh idea and, and actually make something new. So this can sometimes mean that we try and create something that's already been done. You know, we love the sound of that riff. We love that guitar tone in that favorite song. So when we're writing a new song, rather than come up with something new, we're trying to kind of reinvent the wheel a bit. We're trying to recreate that. We love that sound. You know, for me, uh, growing up was that punk beat. Like every song had to have that punk beat because all my favorite songs did. So we can struggle a little bit in kind of coming up with something new. We, we always want to tie it back to what we love. You also might struggle to see what it could become. So a lot of songwriting and recording and and kind of promoting is kind of having this vision of where it could get to. So if we, if we kind of think about uh, memories more than kind of vision, then yeah, obviously vision is going to be a little bit difficult. It's going to be hard for us to imagine where we could get it to. Um, we can see what has been done but we've got to sort of write and plan and think for the future. And that can be a little bit difficult. The last thing is we might struggle to push it out at all. We might record it and then be totally happy with it just as it is, because for us, our memory is enough. So we don't need it to be pushed out and for everyone to love it and for it to go platinum or whatever we're trying to do with our music. Because for us, just the, the very fact that we did it and that we have that memory of it that we can now uh, live through that's kind of enough. So it can be maybe the motivation to push it and promote it might be a little bit difficult. So what do you do if you're one of these past thinkers? I reckon all you've got to do is just plan it out. So you just need to plan out what you want to do and just take a little bit of time thinking about where this could go. So naturally you're going to think about the memories and the emotions. So just a little bit of forward planning uh, as to where you want to go with your music and, and make it an intentional move for something that's going to be both in the present and in the future. So for all of these, you can download my smart goal template that I put together. There's just a link below, or if you're on the podcast, it's dotadate.com forward slash artist. And it's just a template that will help you to write out some goals for your music. And I think if you're a past thinker, this is really, really going to help you because it'll actually give you that motivation to walk forwards and do the next thing so that you can create those legacies and you can create those memories. The next category is our live in the moment guys, our present thinkers. So we all know these guys who just like everything is about just having fun. Um, they're the life of the party. They're just enjoying every moment. They're enjoying the journey. And we, we're all a bit jealous of those. If we're a past thinker or a future thinker, we would love to be able to think in the moment and just have some fun and enjoy it like these uh, present thinkers do. So um, there's also a lot of emotion in their music as well, because nothing is more important than right now. So capturing this feeling that they have right now as they're songwriting, as they're recording is quite important to them. So there's a lot of emotion in this sort of present thinking sort of person. So what are some of the, the benefits for thinking right now in the present? First up, they're easily motivated. So if they feel something, they're just going to go there. They don't have to kind of figure it out. If, if, it's, if it's a go, it's a go. If you're on, then let's just do it. Let's record it. Let's get the whole thing done right now. So motivation comes quite easily for someone like that. Next of all, they're passionate because they, they don't have any other agenda except for what's going on right now. So this song that they're writing or recording or performing, they're all in. This moment is what they live for. So they're very, very passionate about I'm saying there, as obviously I'm not a live in the moment person. They're very, very passionate about it. They're going to get it done. They're going to get it done really well right now. The other thing that's a real benefit is that they're happy to give everything a go. So there's not a lot of reserve. There's not a lot of, oh, I think that'd be better if we did it this way. It's just like, yeah, I'll try that. I'll try that. I'll give that a go. So that can be really helpful in the songwriting phase. It can be really helpful in the recording phase. Um, but then probably the opposite of that is it's a, it can be a little bit... Uh, 
unplanned and off the cuff, which can be absolutely magical. It can be really frustrating if you're working with someone who's who's trying to create a legacy uh, for the past or someone who's trying to plan for the future when you've got this sort of, let's just do this, let's try this, let's try this. It's, you know, like we're kind of envious of those live in the moment guys, but at the same time we're like, how could you just not plan it? How could you not think it through? How could you not um, try and create that memory? So yeah, there's definitely some draw cards to this, to this live in the moment. Some of the struggles might be there's not a whole lot of lessons learned. So maybe if you're recording your, um, your fourth or fifth song, you might remake some of those same mistakes you made in verse, in verse two or three in your second or third song, because you kind of, um, maybe it'll work this time. This feels right now. So maybe some of those lessons learned, uh, might be a bit difficult. So that's definitely not going to happen with the past guys. They're going to remember that that didn't work. We need to do it this other way. And probably with the future guys as well, who are going to, who are just going to be able to foresee maybe some of those problems and, and avoid them. But the, yeah, the, the present guys may make some of the same mistakes uh, a number of times. Secondly, it's going to be a lot of trial and error, which means like we're going to try something, it won't work. We'll try something, it won't work. We'll try something, it won't work. Which is great for the in the present guy because they just want to find that thing that's right. But it can chop a little bit of time and even a little bit of motivation as we as we're constantly going. Oh, tried it, didn't work. Tried it, didn't work. So there is a a bit more trial and error sort of approach to a, to a live in the moment. Uh, next, it's difficult to see the big picture. So when you're kind of shooting for uh, whatever it is, you want that festival gig, you want that label, you want a certain amount of streams. So when you just think this is so great right now and you want to do this right now, um, it can be difficult to kind of go, okay, how will this be perceived in three weeks time, in three months time, in three years time. Like what's the, what's the big picture for this outside of this feels great right now. And the last kind of uh, struggle here is that you can often put people out because uh, you're living the moment. So if you need guitar, you're just that guitarist needs to be here now, or that graphic designer needs to be here now. Um, the producer needs to turn that around now because we're just so excited about it. So they can often uh, put people out by by just not understanding that that their passion, their their uh, drive for living in this moment isn't necessarily shared by everybody else in the world, uh, even everybody else in their circle, everybody else in the band, the studio. So it can often, uh, yeah, it can tug on relationships a little bit when you're wanting to move forward, maybe at a pace a bit quicker than everybody else is ready to. So what can be done about it? If you are trying to make music and you're living in the present, you're living in the now, uh, what can you do? I think exact same thing, download that template and just plan out what you want to do. So this will really help you to, to take all that energy, take all that passion you've got right now in the moment and just put it on a bit of paper and say, this is what I've got to do. And then you can see step one, step two, step three. That will give you like a big picture view of like, where is this going? Um, and that will really help you to, to grab all that energy that's in the moment, but then like invest it into the future. So it's probably going to be harder than any of these other categories for you to sit down and actually plan out what you want to do with the music. But I think you'll also benefit the most for it. You'll have that future, you'll have that legacy, but you're going to have the passion to just get it done. So I'd definitely be writing out that plan and just having it there and sticking to it, knowing I've got to do this, then this, then this, rather than maybe getting caught up in just trying to get everything done now. So the last guys are the guys that are living in the future. So they're always planning something. They're always uh, thinking bigger than the moment. They're always kind of living for that next thing. So this is 100% me. This is 100% me. 
I'm always planning something new. So the other day I went for a walk uh, through botanical gardens with my kids and all I was thinking about is, oh, geez, that would be a great place to do a video. Oh, this would be cool to do this. That would be, and I was kind of just analyzing every moment that I was in as to what I could do with that later, um, which is a little bit frustrating. And, and I, I think I miss a lot of moments that are happening right now because I'm kind of thinking how I could make a moment in the future better rather than enjoying the moment now. It also means that I don't remember a single thing about the past. Um, when people say, oh, do you remember this? I'm like, I just don't. Hey, I just have no idea what you're talking about because I'm, I'm just constantly like, I'm just, you know, I'm a, I'm a couple of years or months or weeks or hours or whatever it is in front of where I am right now. Everything's kind of moving uh, for something. So for this, like everything has potential. Everything is potentially better uh, that we can kind of take anything and, and kind of expand it in our heads as an idea that can be amazing. And we're always kind of thinking what, what could be done? Where, where could we go? I think because of this, uh, our music is not super emotional and connecting because we're kind of, uh, we don't have time to sit and dwell on how this feels. We just want to kind of think about how we can make somebody else feel like that or how we can get this to, you know, it's more task oriented. Like how can we get this from here to here rather than what does this actually feel like? So that's a, a little bit of a struggle for the, for the future thinker. So some of the benefits for this is that you've always got stuff planned out. You're always, you're never thinking, you're never bored. You're never thinking, oh, what can I do um, to make this happen? You've always got it planned out and you've always got somewhere for it to go, which means that you make things happen. So you're the guy in the room that, that gets it done. If somebody needs, can somebody call the booking agent? Can somebody do that? Can somebody, has somebody called Dave to get him here? Like you're the guy that's going to do all that because you're planning it all out and you want to make sure that that future event is as good as it can be. So you make things happen. The other thing is you've thought exactly where you need to go and you know all the steps involved in how to get there. So you know exactly how to get to that number of streams that you want, how to get to that tour you want, and you've planned out those steps in front of you. So there's a lot of benefits for being a future or a forward thinker. Some of the struggles though is that you forget to enjoy the journey. You forget to enjoy the moment. So when I was walking through the gardens the other day with my kids, I just, I didn't enjoy it as much as they did. I didn't enjoy um, the different colors and everything as, as spring's coming in because uh, I just wasn't there. I wasn't, I was like, I was a couple of months away thinking about shooting a music video there. I wasn't in the moment. So life can kind of <laughs> go on without you a little bit. Secondly, you can kind of suck the life and the energy and the fun out of the room. If you've got, uh, especially if you've got people that are um, living in the moment, you're kind of like, we need to get this done. Let's get this done. Stop. Don't worry about that. We've got to do this and this and this. Or if you've got past thinkers, you're like, oh, do we have to hear that story again? That's not, that's not moving me forward. We've been there, done that. So you can kind of, you can suck a bit of the fun. You can suck a bit of fun out of the room. I can tell you from experience. And lastly, you seem, you're, you're pretty stressed out because everything has a, everything has a purpose. Everything has a, a, uh, a bigger plan. So if, if you're ever like sitting still or if the, drummers playing the wrong beat or something, you, you're just a bit stressed out because you, you've got a plan and you want it to get there. So yeah, that's definitely a, a struggle. So what can us future th planners, future thinkers, future minded people do? I think the planning stage is different for us. So we've already planned it all in our head. We've, we may have already written down goals, but what what is so great about that goal for us is that it grounds us. So first of all, we can look at it and say, yes, I did do that. I did do that. Because often we're, we've got so many things going on in our head that we don't, um, nothing ever feels finished because we're always pushing forwards to the next thing. So nothing feels 
finished, which, which can be a little bit overwhelming. So for us, this goal is great to go, yes, I did that. Yep. I wanted to do that. I achieved it. I did it. It also helps us to, to go, all right, I need to finish this thing before I start the next thing so that I'm not juggling 10 balls at once. I can just go, okay, here's a goal. So once I finish that, I can turn the page and do the next thing. So rather than uh, with the other categories, rather than kind of making something and walking towards it, for us, it's going, okay, we're already walking. So let's just make sure we're walking the right way. And let's make sure we're actually ticking boxes as we go. And that all our planning is actually going into something that will be fruitful rather than just, uh, you know, walking through the motions and planning and planning and planning and never feeling like we've achieved. See, I would love to know uh, which one of these you fall into. I think if you chuck in the comments, are you a past? Are you a present? Are you a future? Uh, Do you think you might be a combination of a couple of those? Um, I'd I'd be super interested. So write down in the comments, which one uh, you are. And if there's any sort of traits I've missed, uh, that would be fun as well. Write down some of the things that, that those people groups are known for. Make sure you do download that template. Uh, it's linked below or just on my website, dotadate.com forward slash artist. And it's just a super simple, smart goal template that will help you to, to just write down some of these goals wherever you are and, and have a physical copy of something you can look at and walk towards achieving your goals. I think that will really, really help you out as a music artist. So that's all for me. I do short episodes every week, 15 and 20 minutes here on YouTube and on the podcast. So make sure you subscribe to keep up to date with those. Make some music this week and we will talk again soon. 